Hey guys, welcome to Cold Film Interview, the podcast where you discuss the films you love, but no one else gets, and we see if they still hold up. Tonight, survival's what we do best. Rainbow ain't got shit on us. If you're a bunch of killer hillbillies, well, you may have just met your match. Because we're talking about the Zero Boys, so let's start the show. Your Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. <laughs> I did not hit her. It's not true. Clopex. 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 Up yours, baby. Me and Bubba, my little brother, listen to you every night. Where in the hell are we? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Alright guys, thanks for joining us. I am your host, Cody Everett. Uh, just want to say, please go uh, on iTunes, rate us uh, five stars, leave us a review. We will give you a shout out at the end of the show. It really helps us out. Um, also, something new that we're doing is, if you have not seen this movie that we're about to talk about, uh, which is The Zero Boys, you can go to our website and uh, underneath the episode description there will be a link for the trailer. So go check that out. Go right to the website, see what we're talking about. All right, so we're about to talk about The Zero Boys. It was directed by Nico Mikarakis, came out in 1986, had a budget of question mark, made about question mark in the box office, was filmed in the U.S., has a rating of R, and currently sits at a question mark on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes! What? Yeah. Yeah, nothing on this film. So if you don't know what this film's about, a group of friends travel to the wilderness after winning a survival game, only to find that the survival game followed them. Ooh. Yeah. Put a little Ooh. Yeah. Little spin on it. <laughs> Think about that. I'm I'm intrigued. Did if you write wa- the back of the DVD? <laughs> I should have. Should have. <laughs> if you're wondering who is talking right now, as always, I am joined by Kyle Smith. Hey, how's it going? Chris Willenbrecht. Hey, what's up? And Michael Salusio. Hi everybody. This is Kyle's pick. Kyle. Yes, sir. Why'd you pick the Zero Boys? Um, I picked the Zero Boys because I feel like since we've started this podcast, I've just kind of heard this movie i've seen this movie pop up in different places and i've always wanted to see it and i was like you know what what better opportunity than to just do it on the show um i i never i've never watched any trailers for it like all i know is like the title of the film the brief synopsis and the poster art so i thought okay this will be a good level playing field because none of us have you, seen it wait you picked it without seeing the trailer yeah that's funny it's i'll tell you what i hear in a second chris uh no never even heard of this movie before Never heard of it? Nope. I never heard of it until I was at Brother Ryan's house, Kyle's brother's house, mm-hmm. and he pops on the, the the Arrow Blu-ray of it yeah, and plays like all the trailers of Nico's films, and I would just watch those, and I was like, I got to see this guy's movies. Yeah. So I was like, I was eventually going to pick this. Like, this was on my list, so it's funny that you picked it, but Mike, had you ever seen this? Zero times. I, I, you I, heard of it? I, I've seen this film as many as as many boys there were. Zero, zero boys. Joke is zero. I didn't wow. even get it. It was over my head. It was intelligent. I know. I wish uh, everybody, uh, everybody could see the joke. other people's faces room because they're just staring with yeah. like <laughs> waiting for like IQs. Like, is he done talking right now? It wasn't the best delivery. But no, I have not seen this film. I never. I had yeah, never heard of it either. Never heard of it. I Yeah, I had never heard of this until, like I said, Brother Ryan popped that in. So when you picked it, I said, you beautiful son of a bitch. Yeah. Because I wanted to pick this. Because, I don't know, so did anyone watch the trailer before they watched this movie? I did not. 
No. So uh, no. you guys went into this blind. Totally blind. Yeah. yeah. You did too. Well, I mean, wait. I should take it. Take a step back. I did look it up. Okay. Like I was just like, "What the fuck is the Zero Boys?" And I looked it up, and I got the synopsis, and I was like, "All right, this movie sounds sick." I looked it up on Amazon and then hit play. So okay. like I, <laughs> I I just I I had no idea what I was getting into. And let me say, like the cover art that they have on Amazon, I don't like it that much. Oh, like no. it does. I don't feel like it fits this movie very well. Okay. That the cover art that's on uh, Amazon is the uh, custom uh, made artwork for Arrow. It's not the original, uh, really. Well, yeah. And then your your issue is with Arrow. I guess so. I, I, you know, whatever. So I had watched the trailer. So I went into this thinking like something else. Yeah. Like I went into it thinking like, okay, I knew it was like what the story was basically, but I thought I was going to get something way worse. Really? Like in like quality and like yeah. stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like right. I thought, yeah. See, I didn't. I didn't. Like, I thought I was going to get like a goofy. Like you know what I mean? Like so it's so bad, it's good movie. Like which I don't know. You I guess you could argue. I thought I was gonna that, get like a poorly made film. Yes, but exactly. it wa- it wasn't a poorly made. Am film. I the only person yeah. that didn't think that? Like I thought based on the title, I was like, oh, this is probably like some film I just missed. But like during the eighties, but what you know, I'll pop it in and I'll realize that I had seen it a million times because I I thought it was I don't know based on the title. The title made it seem like it was a high budget movie. It's got a good title. It's got a sick title. It yeah. really does. <laughs> it, it seems cool. The only thing that worried me about the title, because like I said, I saw the trailer, and the trailer is like the that has the title in it, but it's like it's a little feels a little Nazi-ish. The Zero Boys. The way no, the way the design is of the title when you see it on on the film. Well, what was all that shit in the beginning? I didn't. Yeah, I didn't catch that. Well, but, little, yeah. letters are a little too sharp. I mean, oh Jesus. <laughs> Like no, I they- had an Iron Cross look or something. <laughs> yeah, like okay. yeah. Okay, uh, I well, didn't see that, but Hitler okay. did stumble out in the paintball yeah. field. Let's not pretend like that didn't happen. And then she <laughs> she just she just brings up Nazis in the when she uh, yells at Steve. Yeah, so yeah she goes, well, you want to get all these guns? Are you Nazis? Like uh, that just sounds like poor writing. Yeah, no, probably. <laughs> I just it just seemed to me like there was there was a lot. I think there was definitely some themes going yeah. on, like some war shit, you know, like real war, and it probably referenced maybe like maybe I, maybe it's influenced by World War Two. I did not get any of that. Yeah, <laughs> well, look at their outfits. Look at the whole the whole they thing look like is about from Vietnam. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay, that's, that's how I took it. Yeah, yeah, I kind of took it that they look like they, they all from look Vietnam like too. they're from they're they're big fans of the entire Rambo series. That's how they dress. Well, yeah. obviously, I mean the whole the the first shot almost is them hanging up a picture of Stallone as Rambo with a piece of gum. Right, but I'm just saying the way that they're dressed. I feel like the this movie to me looked more like a um, not quite not not quite. I'm going to pay homage to like you know uh, a historical event in the past. It was. I love all these movies in the '80s that have come out before it, so I'm going to reference them. And they yeah. they make references. They make like you know the oh, Friday Thirteenth yeah. references. They make Rambo There's references. A reason for that. So. I feel like what did, what, this, uh, did it not look familiar to anybody? What's that? The set, like the, where they were filming. I thought that shit looked like the house set from, from El Mariachi or some really? shit. No, that, at the beginning it did, <laughs> yeah. but the house itself kind of had a oh, uh, that like cabin Evil in the woods me. vibe. Yeah, totally. It looked like Evil Dead to me. Uh, from what I read, it was the same place where they filmed. I don't know if it's true or not, but it was the same place that they filmed uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Three D. Oh, nice! Oh my God, it does look familiar. Holy yeah. shit! <laughs> it looks when cool. did that like film it. come out? When did that film come I, out? I don't know. Chris has the fast computer. 
I don't know. <laughs> I, anyway, 3D? Yeah. I'm was it sure. like 83 maybe? Okay. Cuz I was watching this is like why do I like know these locations? Yeah. Like why does this look familiar to me? Well, honestly, the I, I don't really want to get into it like this early on, but even the way that they like lit this movie and like the like the horror aspect of the film feels like Friday the 13th kind of like the beaming lights you yeah, know like I agree with you 100% like very blue you know dark woods it's yeah. it's it has a very Friday the 13th feel mm-hmm. all right well so with that let's just take a break when we come back we'll talk more about the zero boys mom casey say it fuck you that's not it casey come on say the words okay goddammit you're the best we didn't hear all that casey Louder. I said you're the best. Now, that wasn't our deal, dickhead. Loud enough so everyone can hear it. Remember? Do it. The Zero Boys are the best! Fucking assholes. <laughs> <clears throat> and the money? You look terrible. That settles it first. Not quite, pal. There's just one more thing. All right, guys, so let's ask this question right away. I, I mean, just because Arrow Video put it out, I mean, does that make it a cult film? <laughs> <laughs> that's I a mean, good question. Fair. I, uh, I believe that's the official definition of cult film, right? Did Arrow, does Arrow, Arrow have a shout, Blu-ray? Shouter, shouter uh, Arrow, does yeah. that qualify? I mean, I think what it is is um, I think Arrow's, yeah, they definitely snag cult films, but they also go for forgotten films more than like a Shout Factory would do, you know? So... I don't necessarily know if I, I don't think I would I wouldn't say it's currently a cult film, but that doesn't take away from the film. What about you, Chris? I mean, I guess I could see the makings of it being a cult film, starting with the director's name under every other credit as well in the yeah. beginning. So like right away going into it, I was like, he has like a slew of films. Yeah, apparently. I mean, like he. I would like to see more because I saw some. I did see some of those trailers you were talking about, and like they're pretty ridiculous. Um, but. Yeah, I think I think him as a director probably kind of he's probably an eccentric person and and that shines through in the film and he's got a lot of interest. So, you know, that kind of borrow from other cult films or popular like 80s kind of stuff and just the blend of all those genres, I think, makes it unique. Well, you Mike? Well, it's no whale rider. That's for sure. Definitely no whale rider. Which Shout is putting out. (laughs) (laughs) But not Arrow. But not Arrow, so maybe that maybe that is the difference there. Maybe that is the difference there. Unless Well Rider has entered the world of cult films, Maori dramas are, are real hot right now. <laughs> um, no, I, I I think it's I actually do kind of think it's a, it's a cult film. I mean, you know, it's weird because I I hadn't heard of it, but it certainly has all the goddamn makings of one. And I ha- I can't imagine that your brother Ryan had not heard had heard of this film just because like where did he hear of it? Did he just uh, pick it up knows, only dude. because yeah. it came out on yeah, Arrow? Who fucking knows? It's like, must, be, must have an appeal if it's on Arrow. Like, I mean, that's a possibility. But then again, why did Arrow pick it up if it... If it I will say this. Yeah. I will say this about my, about my brother. He is like the... Uh, his favorite film is bad movies. Like, just like bad films. So if there's something about it where if it's... The dialogue is shitty, the acting shitty, or something like that. Like he fucking loves those movies to death. So he probably heard about it just through his findings through a bunch of other shit. Because this movie was released on DVD, like you know, two thousand three or four, and then it was re-released 
by uh, I think Anchor Bay in like okay. 2008, and then re-released again by Arrow now. So I'm, I'm definitely I'm I'm pretty sure there's there's got to be a following for this film. I mean, uh, I mean if it's been reincarnated over the years that many times, then there's, there's definitely a following. It's small. You know, it's probably is small, but I, I, I also kind of in the same boat with Chris, where it's like this is definitely and, and Mike, yeah. like everybody here, uh, Kyle, mm-hmm. that this is this is definitely a cult film. Maybe it's not as big as it should be, or right. or where it's, it's going to be. Definitely not yet. a popular one, but, but it, I think with this this release from Arrow is probably going to help. Yeah. yeah, you know, get it there. You know, and this podcast will probably blow it up huge. <laughs> so, as, as it often does, yeah. You know. <laughs> Zero it'll boys. We'll be, be number one on Amazon. Probably is right now from the four of us watching yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Immediate. I'd be interested to see if it takes off. I mean, it could be one of those releases that only the diehards like pick up, you know. But at least it's out there. I, I, I mean, at film fans, obviously, people who are creating companies to resurrect these kinds of titles, like, are the ones keeping it alive. I mean, right. you know, the the real true like film connoisseur who wants to see like kind of like your brother every bad thing they can possibly see you know what mm-hmm. i mean like those are the people that are keeping it alive and fortunately putting it into a more mainstream audience in a sense but yeah right that was the weird thing for me too because you know it opens up the movie opens up with the war games and you get a total different feeling in the first yeah like I'm like oh here we go like we're getting the your goofy like bad so bad it's good movie like action film yeah, yeah like not even no I don't know even if like action film but that, yeah it had, to me to me anyway it felt like an 80s action movie at the the front of this film and yeah it is it, pretty interesting too because you're not quite sure I feel like if this is a game they're playing or if this is like real because there's a couple scenes i don't know if you guys noticed it but I like when like somebody's shooting a machine gun and it's putting bullet holes in a car and i'm like yeah. okay well no paintball does that <laughs> yeah. like what the fuck is this like is this real live fire or is this a, a fucking game i think that was kind of the point of the whole scene was because they were it looked like they were using real guns until you got into like a close-up then yeah. it was like the barrel was wider and like, <laughs> or so, it was the gun from Blade Runner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I think like it was the director's intention to be like, well, I want to still make a r- action movie, so I'm going to make it look like an action movie, but then twist it and say, right. oh no, it's just paintball in there. It's like extreme paintball. Yeah, and I think I think the intro played to that really well by by keeping you guessing because it's not until real. It's really I feel like like the real like sub- like. Giveaway is when the dude finally shoots uh, the, what's his name, Chris? Or Casey? Casey. Yeah, he shoots Cre- Casey in the head, and it's like, okay, so that's paint. That's, I, I mean, I knew it wasn't a war game, but I feel like that's the moment where audience would be like, oh, yeah, it's, in one it's scene. a game. <laughs> He's got paint on his head in one scene, and the other scene he doesn't, and then <laughs> like wipes off yeah. nothing. And let's be honest, they're not using proper eye protection at all. No. So, I know the same no. thing. I'm like, it's, a headshot in uh, paintball? What's uh, wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> what is this asshole? Hey. These guys are for real. These are only. the Zero Boys. I mean, and who was the other gang? Did they ever say what the name of that no, was? No, they just were it's referred Casey's to as team. the Casey's bad guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hitler and his bad guys. <laughs> Hitler, <yeah. laughs> Hitler and the Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But go, like, coming from that opening scene, I don't know if it struck anybody else as odd, but it was really it really came off as weird to me that people used to bet women. Like that was like a thing. I don't know if that I was really a thing at it all. Thing. Yeah, I don't think it was a thing. <laughs> I don't think it's ever been a thing. That well, happened I've in really seen bad it. No, films. it's happy. Yeah, it's happy. What I'm saying is, 
<laughs> not in real life, but yeah. it has happened in previous films. Like that's been a thing. Like where it's like, oh, they, maybe in the like story, caveman days. The story's they, been <laughs> told. The story's been told. Like a woman gets bet, she gets pissed off, and then she like ends up with that person. It's I don't I've know. Yeah, I, I, I guess it's possible. But I you mean, know what but, the defining characteristic though is in all those movies where that has happened. The person who makes the bet, who puts his own girlfriend, is always painted as the fucking asshole douchebag in the movie. That's exactly yeah. what happened here. So it's definitely not a common occurrence. Not, not since the Middle Ages, <laughs> since, the, since the age of dowries. No, I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. They they certainly made up for it throughout the film. You know, they made out they made up for it throughout the film because they made her like a stronger female character. Okay, you're talking about Kelly. Was it was her last name Kelly Mar- Mar- Maroney? Maroney? I think yeah, yeah, she Kelly was the Knight of the Comet, right? Yeah, she was the Knight okay, of the Comet. So, yeah, she. I. I feel like they did. They did try to play up like her badassness as much as they. Oh, could. they certainly did. Yeah, you know her independence. She kept bringing that up, and so it was like. So I don't think that they were complete. I just thought it was odd. I'm like, man, it, pe- it, people just went along with that. It's like that was a, a real trope thing that like I've seen in other films. Yeah, it is. And it's like every time I see it, I'm like, how does the boyfriend ever think this is ever gonna work? You know? Well, he because he because he can't lose, Mike. He can't lose. And then he does. So he, yeah, but like, who asks for that? It's not like you know, it's like me and Chris are playing like Street Fighter Two and shit. And I'm like, dude, if I win three out of four, dude, I get your girlfriend. Like, it's <laughs> such a weird. Okay, I guess it's fair. Like, who I, I guess okay, we won't tell her anything like that. So when it's a surprise, she has no choice but yeah. to to agree to this. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. It's an absurd. It's an absurd construct. Well, she, he even told her though. He's like, you, I, like you don't have to go, babe. Like with him. <laughs> But she goes anyways because she's pissed. She's stu- yeah, she's she, that. That's her. Should be. That's, he was rude. He so it was. It was a I think a decent plot device because they even established that it's not like okay to do that. Well, yeah, no, no. I'm not saying that ever. There's ever a film that makes it okay to do it. It's never like they're like that. Well, you know how those these rules go. <laughs> you know how girlfriend betting goes. You know <laughs> the old girlfriend betting. <laughs> like, I mean. I'm, <laughs> I just I'm just wondering if it is an actual cultural thing like like I mean I don't remember like I don't ever yeah. remember this ever happening when I was growing up like seeing some dude bet his girlfriend in like a fucking drag race or something <laughs> but like or is it something that some lazy writer was just like all right guys I got a fucking great idea I think it's some lazy I writer think bets, had a great idea his, instead of pink slips we're going girlfriends is that really gonna work of course it's gonna work uh, yeah no it was just a bizarre I I, I noticed it like I've seen it in other movies I never really thought that much about it from what I can remember but this one I was like okay that's weird that's a weird thing to do and then it's a weird thing for the girlfriend to be like yeah, I'm going to do that, you know, and then just go off. And yeah, obviously... Uh, hold on now. Doesn't everybody want to hang out with champions? Doesn't a- everybody want to hang out with Apparently in this, in this movie, yeah. <laughs> Who have an arsenal of, like, BB guns and right? real guns. And like, Do you think they were just, like, showcasing, like, all the different kinds of guns you, you could you, use? Obviously, you've never been camping. And machetes and knives. Right. <laughs> yeah, he never been camping What's with really me. What's really funny about this, I like, <laughs> I like how they make, like, paintball. Like it's like it's like Fast and the Furious and shit, like drag racing. Every movie that does a topic in the eighties, like be it like fucking bicycles or skateboards or paintball, made it look like video games. Like it was the shit. But that's not even what I mean. Like, there's no way that paintball was like this ultimate panty dropper that existed, <laughs> where women are just like, oh it's my god, true. no, I like who's that gonna too. win the paintball it competition this year? Who's gonna be the annual champs? I guess when you're like, at the top of your game, you you get the the hottest babes that are into that. Oh, I hope Steve invites me to the ball this year. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't paintball though; it was survival games. Yeah, survival you want games? You want to be with, you want to be with a survivor? It's paintball, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's hotter than hooking up with a survivor. Yeah. 
Nothing more secure than that. You know what people don't like? Not Survivor. But it has like <laughs> the, dire the, the beginning of the death. film does have like with the bet and, and that whole scene and like has like a goofy feel to it. And then tra- like transfer to when you get to um, the abandoned house because they hear a girl scream. And it gets like it gets a way more serious tone, like quick. Turns into a horror movie. Yeah, yeah. like really quick. Serious tone? I would. Yeah, yeah, dude. I would say yeah. I, I wouldn't say serious tone. I would say it went from a cheesy B movie '80s action film to a cheesy B movie '80s horror <laughs> uh, slasher film. Yeah. And like, I wouldn't say there was a serious tone anywhere in this film. Really, I, I definitely did not get a. Well, I, serious. I, I just felt in mood. Maybe, wise. maybe, maybe the maybe like maybe the the tone or the situation was supposed to be serious, but I mean how it was presented on film. I mean, come on. I think his plan was to make it a little more serious than what yeah, it maybe exactly. came like off the, as. The mood. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> I mean, even the some of the scares, the jump scares that happen throughout this film, it's like yeah, it's very horror like like horror slasher like not funny do you i know? Do, am i am i am i bad for saying i don't remember a jump scare where where oh you know when they like when the lightning flashed and it was like the deer head on the yeah. wall and it went yeah. meep, meep, you know like they, oh they g- did shit like that all the time in this movie oh so poorly <laughs> the opening i'm not of saying the, it was good i'm just saying that was their attempt to make it serious mm. It, it's yeah the, the house is too that they the abandoned house they go into with the note and they just start partying there yeah that's the weirdest thing hey i heard, i just heard a woman scream let's go they pack up their shit they cruise on the road the girl's like there she is and they go out there they don't see a woman they find blood on a tree and then they find this house they go in it they help themselves into this house <laughs> and their instinct is fuck it no one's home Let's get drunk. Yeah. And like, that house who ever, fucking does that? It certainly looked lived in. Like oh, it didn't look it like, like it was somebody abandoned. Somebody was there five minutes ago. Like yeah. there was like a fucking hot tea on the counter <laughs> yeah. still. Yeah. Well, I guess there's somebody just left this house out here. Oh, you know what it is, dude? It's the it's that uh that that classic uh that's classic story. Well, who's the girl that goes sleeps in the fucking bears' beds? The oh Goldilocks. Uh, the, it's, yeah, Goldilocks. This is Goldilocks story. What do you mean? <laughs> it's a it's a re- it's a real three bears story, guys. Yeah. You know how it is. You show up in an abandoned thing, and then you got little bear, mommy bear, daddy bear, and then murder bear. Yeah, and they're murder all bear. trying to kid to capture you so they can torch you and yeah. film it. That yeah. age old tale. You eat the porridge, they get mad, and then they take your head and they stick it into a ice box. There you go. It's exactly what happened. That's what Goldilocks. So ridiculous. It's Goldilocks with a twist. That was the only time. That was the only time in this movie that the uh, the leader of the group, Steve, yeah. I was like totally on his side. He's like, "We shouldn't stay here. We should go." And I was like, "Fucking voice of reason. Thank you." Well, no, let's just chill out in this obviously occupied house. You know what I, I do have to say though? Uh, there's a scene like right when they show up and they see the thing. Um, and Steve is being just like the total buzzkill, like we shouldn't really be here and yeah, shit like Steve's that. Yeah, great. The whole time Mike thought about it, I kept thinking of Troll too. That like you can't piss on hospitality because the dude's like talking about like, come on, man, what about hospitality? And it's like I know shit's gonna go bad because he's pissing on hospitality right now. Yeah, duh. I saw yeah. Troll too. I know exactly what happens when you piss on it. <laughs> Steve's pissing on it. Guess what? Steve's gonna kill all these people. Gonna get all these people killed. I wasn't. I wasn't like it's weird because you know they they try to get away in the in the. In the tr- in the truck, and they are, and they see the like Steve 
that's one of my favorite parts too. Is like, Steve can fix anything. He's real mechanical, and he's like me trying to fix a car, which yeah. is just me looking at the hood. Like, he just shines a light <laughs> in there, and he's <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, it could be one of these. Yeah. I mean, where's the engine at here? Yeah. First of all, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like he opened. He's like, Well, certainly not working. <laughs> I yeah. don't know why, but it's definitely not working. Because yeah. they get freaked out. Because well, no, no, no. I thought they try to leave. They try to leave to go party because she's like, you know what? Let's yeah. get out of here. Let's go into well, town. Yeah, this is yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking through the peephole. Exactly. That that's oh, what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so they were in this house for several hours. And even to the point where they helped themselves to a bedroom to fuck in. <laughs> and another couple is like taking a bath together or trying to or some shit. <laughs> and then, so, and then, <laughs> like, so they're obviously in this house for a way too long of time. And then, yeah, they're fucking and she sees an eye looking down from the fucking attic or... <laughs> I guess I attic, know. or maybe that's just the roof. The guy was on the roof. I, I'm Who wondering knows? If it was but. an incredibly thin roof. By the way, that that trap door was working, I didn't understand. I let's just <laughs> let's just put it this way. I think those were just vaulted ceilings, Mike. Vaulted ceilings? Yeah, it's yeah. just no roof there. It's a cabin. There's no, there's no attic there. Oh, so there's nothing going on there. No, it's just roof. Just roof. Yeah. Now, That's what I was no trying way. to figure. I was trying to envision the, the three-dimensional aspect of this. Movie. It didn't start raining until they tried to get away. Yeah. And then, yeah, the, Steve couldn't figure out the car. But then you see the, the, the one main killer, which is an Estevez. He is an Estevez. He, he's the Joe. Is that I think Joe everybody knows Estevez? I call the third best Estevez. Let's be honest. <laughs> the third best of his. He's, he's the third best of his. Yeah. Yeah. Jo- old Joe. Old Joe Estevez. He's still acting. Uncle Joe Estevez. He's still in tons as, of shit. As Charlie likes to call him. So I thought we were going to get like, I personally did not see like the t- the torture element come yeah, coming. The, yeah. When did it turn into Videodrome? Like, yeah, I will. Yeah. You know what? I, I That's one thing I'm going to like. I'll praise this film um, for in terms of originality because, I mean, you could just slash a film, slash a film, and this is 86, so holy shit is the world just inundated with it. It's, I mean, they definitely took a, a interesting approach in terms of having a room that's on the property in the barn that is dedicated simply to tying people down to a chair, torturing them with various tools, and then filming and recording it as well to watch later. I thought that added a darker element to these, oh, to these characters. I thought it was like the creepiest part of the film. It certainly was, because nothing else I'll agree. about those killers were creepy. <laughs> it did, and that's the problem I was just, just going to get to, is I feel like the whole video aspect thing, like, I, it almost feels like it was used specifically to make them more creepy because they just weren't written that creepy. Like, honestly, like, these killers weren't... I thought it was a good added twist. I don't know if they were not written that creepy. I The thing that I had the issue with with the killers in this film was, could you have, like, $50 of your budget, just chuck them to a fucking wardrobe or yeah. makeup? <laughs> Something to make them just look a little odd. They looked... They looked too. What did you say, Mike? What did you say he was wearing? It looked like the main killer was wearing. The, like, he was wearing Joe a- Estevez's character, the main killer. He looks like he he just like got his clothing from like Eddie Bauer or something. Yeah, yeah. Or, like the Brooks Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I kept calling him Jeff because <laughs> I just like, <laughs> Joe was <laughs> Joe Normal guy. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's just like Je- Jeff Jeff Normalton. You know, <laughs> just like he's in sales. You know, he's not like the best salesman, but you know what? He's consistent. Yeah, he's, and that's he's management got- material, guys. <laughs> And that's really going to pay off his mortgage later on in life. But every so often he wants to go to a cabin and have a good time. 
That's like Jeff the, uh, wasn't too. That's like killer number two who had the limp. He looked like he was like at the tennis club or like gonna <laughs> get on a yacht. He had that white sweater and like a button up shirt. <laughs> Some kids on. None of it makes sense. <laughs> and to top it all off, they it all look like they had fresh haircuts. It's like, the, it's like fresh hair. It's like they were all high school buddies, <laughs> and every, and every Who year used to be into war games. Yeah, <laughs> every year they call each other up and they go, "Is it, is it that time of season again?" Yeah, man. Hey, honey, honey, the boys are getting back together. Uh, we're gonna have a, a fishing trip. <laughs> Well, I mean, which the, is code for killing people. The, I feel like the <laughs> only one who really gave off because I, I I got the idea that they're supposed to be like hillbillies or like the woods people. That's how they're like described when you hear about this. Yeah, film. but it doesn't make any sense because no, Joe Esmond's character, like, no, the only one who does look that way is the 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 guy at the end. Yeah, who you fought, like out of nowhere. Yeah, but yeah, who looks like a hillbilly and like I guess that was like. That was the one wardrobe. That was your fifty dollars. There you go. Jesus Christ! Everybody else just wore what they, they got. Owned. They got the fucking house from Friday the Thirteenth Three and said we're broke, so let's just make it happen. I don't know if it's the house from it. But I know the area. Whatever. Spent, they probably spent all their budget on fucking prop guns and goddamn yeah. and goddamn prop blinks. How many fucking Here's mags? What, right. Here's what I don't get though is like why they didn't just like. The, uh, they're just playing games with him with the drop in the, the the body bag from the roof. They're not without killing her, without killing Trish. Dude, her legs would have been like oh, so disjointed completely. Oh, it was already was broken. So hey, you know what? The cast is what helps. Is that what it held it together? Held her knees yeah, together? You obviously don't know anything about like, Cass uh, or, or medicine in general. Only yeah. w- uh, only one of the kids dies in this. Yeah, only one just of rip. the kids die, and it's Rip, which is, I thought was coincidental that his name is R I P. Interesting. Like, oh, I Jesus. wonder if that was like on purpose or not. But yeah, he um, takes an arrow right to the fucking chest. Yeah, and he's he's actually the only. I mean, I hated him as a character, but yeah. he was the only entertaining character, so to speak, because he was the goofball of yeah. the group. Well, that's you know what? Yeah, that that you bring up a good point. That is something that I definitely want to talk about, which is the characters in general in this film. All these characters as a whole take away the serial killers, at, and let's just focus on the kids. Like these kids. And this is my my opinion here, but there is nothing to really like or even connect with because I feel like you don't ever truly get enough uh, time with those characters to actually give a shit if any of them do die. And that's why when Rip died, you actually cared because he's the only one that I felt like had consistent on-screen personality. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I disagree. I mean, Steve... Steve is like dude, Steve is straight and fucking narrow the whole shit. time. I kinda like the like the other girls. I thought that they had they, they, the they o- gave them which, a decent amount of the other you other just girls? called them the other girls, the other so girls. you didn't connect to them. No, Trish and uh There's um, only one that really well, has any they all are other girls because they Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we know who the main actress is, right? It's what's her name again? Mar- <laughs> Maloney. That's how much yeah. we know. Jamie, she played Jamie. Sue, yeah. It's Sue. Sue and Trish were the other girls. Yeah. Here's the thing. Didn't even remember their names. Sue and I Trish. I don't remember anybody's name in this are movie. Like interchangeable. Yes. Like I swear to God, it's it's like it's like one is the boring one and the other one's the boring one with a boot on. Like that's. <laughs> they don't <laughs> have the any. There's like they don't do anything throughout the whole thing. Now, uh, uh, Jamie, they give her a whole thing. Yeah. Like she's smart. Well, she went to character. all these schools. She comes up with a new uh, uh, master's degree. <laughs> Like ad nause, like whenever she needs it. Like I speak Latin. I actually majored in Latin. What, you, at, you, uh, you, you, University. you obviously didn't pay attention to anthropology. Yeah. I I have a master's in anthropology. Yeah, it's like wow, <laughs> that's okay. a fem- That's a human female. But that, but it's it, it's at least an interesting character thing. All I know about the other two girls is one hurt their leg. 
Right. That's it. Yeah. But and you know what's funny about that? Didn't even realize she had a cast on until she's on like, the couch. An, an hour into yeah. that, her yeah. on the couch, and I was like, "What the fuck? The cast? Yeah, come I was like, from? Did she have that the whole time, or did she break her leg during filming? And they just like were like, "Fuck it, no one will notice." <laughs> just, I question we'll, that. Let's just edit around. I, think, I really did question that. Like, did they add it that? They look in? like a fresh cast. I think if that's the real story, that alone makes this a cult film. <laughs> It'd be funny if it is. Yeah, I don't think it is. I couldn't find anything that said that, but it's yeah. just yeah. I, I, I wondered that because you know. I liked. I don't know. Like I, I, I thought that they did add they were something. Funny. Like they're, yeah. they're, they're a comic relief. <sighs> I don't but know. After, they, yeah, they had like a few lines, and that was that was really it, though. I like to think of it as it was a nice break from Jamie because I like Jamie's character, but it sometimes got to a point where it's like, all right, I'm sick of this. You know where person. I think that you guys might be upset or got sick of them is in any other fucking like movie, a horror movie, they would have been cannon fodder. They would have been dead. Mm. Like, well, it's like no one dies. In this yeah, film like, no been, one... like a lot, every, almost everyone should have died. It's a real weird. Two sl- people dying. One of them isn't even a it's character the in the movie. Yeah. It's just some random dude hanging from a tree. Right. <laughs> 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 what the hell was no. that? It's like, who the fuck? Uh, Estevez dies. Oh, I know. Well, okay, no, I know that. Like, no, he means that, that, like that's what I mean. Yeah. Victim-wise, yeah. yeah the, obviously, the killer. Obviously, the killers get it because they get it. Girl in the trunk. Well, there is some random girl in the trunk. Yeah, and that's the girl that was screaming and running. Oh, yeah, wait. yeah. Head, head in the freezer. Head in the freezer. Who the hell was that? By the way, who knows? Nobody yeah. knows. I don't know, but it, but it had a good freezer burn on, so it's been yeah. in there for a while. Yeah. Was it the same girl? And then they just chopped her head off and put it in no, the no, freezer. No, no, no. The girl was yeah. fully in the trunk. I know, but yeah. I was thinking that 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 head scene came after that that no, trunk they, scene. They didn't make no, it in I, there. I think it was a- with uh, with all that ice and frost. Come on, that's been in there at least a month, maybe okay, more. You're right. There's no way. <laughs> Damn right, Chris. I mean, the weird thing too is the is the ending is like they imply that no one's gonna live. It's like. Why didn't you kill him in the fucking make an entertaining movie and kill him during the movie? Let's save the ending for a little bit longer, a yeah. l- little bit ways to <laughs> in the show because there's so much unpacked in gotta, that in that last twenty five to fifteen minutes. Let's get into the meat of like just even the beginning of this because I like I like what you said there. They're implying that they might die. I thought the entire film should be implying that these fucking killers are fucked. Because these guys are loaded. That's what. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, Mike made a comment during the during when we when we were watching it that fucking had me laughing, but it's so true. He's like, these these kids are so overpowered for this movie. They have machine guns. They have regular <laughs> guns. They've got knives. They got Dynamite. everything. And they're going yeah. up against two killers that have a crossbow and a machete. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, but they you know what they have the the advantage that they have. They know the layout. They know the they know the layout. But here's the thing. All you have to but do. But that advantage was never utilized. Literally, literally, all you have to do. These kids are like running around like fucking idiots. All you have to do is hold yourself up into one room with one exit, and these guys are fucked. If they come in, yeah. Yeah, where are they gonna go? Well, just wait, wait it out. Yeah, like, wait are they gonna out. come through the fucking walls? Like, where are they gonna come from? They're can, basically. I can fucked. wait longer. They I have a machine do. gun. Uh, they actually do come from the walls because there's a lot of trap doors in this movie. Yeah, but guess what? You're shooting. You're shooting anything that's coming through there. It's like a Scooby Doo mansion, Mike. Well, I mean, the problem with this film, let's be honest, is that these kids get themselves killed. Because no one listens to Steve, who True. says, stay the fuck together. True. And then nine times throughout the fucking film, they're just like, but I gotta go over here in this corner over here. because <laughs> <laughs> but that's, the, that's the bitch of it. That doesn't even get them killed. The only time one of the kids True. gets killed is when they're making their escape in a truck. Yeah. Driving like a bat out of hell down the road. And somehow... 
a crossbow oh, arrow fucking on. gets him in the chest. Well, he shouldn't have stood up and celebrated so early. Oh. Did you really think like a bat out of hell? Because the whole time I was watching, I was like, why is he going so slow? You, I'd be like... There'll be dust behind me, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say, I'll say, get out, I'll walk say, faster. I'll say, bad out of hell got, in movie speed. Oh, they got that open bed truck, man. They can't be fucking flying. Dude, that truck was pretty sick. <laughs> I, I thought it was kind of stupid. No, dude, it had, it had built-in lighting to light yeah, the cast. Built-in lighting. <laughs> Light the cast. <laughs> Most cars have that. Yeah, a couple of keynotes in there. Yeah. Not light, not a lot of cast like that, Chris. No, the, there were some scenes where the lighting w- it was over the top. Like it was like, oh, why yeah. are they standing on a dock in the middle of the night and there's like spotlights hitting them right That's now? That's freaking Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, and the, yeah, and he pops out of the water and Steve gets fucked up at the end. Oh, he get dude. How, no, he are, how we that to, are we getting to that now? Did you want to get into that now? The ending, because I have a lot to question on that shit before we just dive into it. Let me let me explain the ending to me to to you guys as I saw it and why I'm confused. Go ahead. So the last twenty minutes, fifteen, yeah. about the the kids decide it's really smart to split up despite the entire film being like everyone needs to stick together. So like Steve and Jamie go off into the woods to look for the road. Steve down, and then. The other guy, whose name I can't remember, and the two other girls, whose names I can't remember, <laughs> decide, hey, here's a boathouse. Let's hide in here. They go in the boathouse. No, this isn't going to work. So they go and hide underneath the boathouse. Then it cuts to the killer at the boathouse, looking around. Guy number two tries to shoot the gun. It's empty. So then the killer tries to just poke his machete through the slats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's actual genuine kind of tension right there because it's like, oh, my God, he's going to catch him. And you have this rattlesnake thing that's happening. And then it cuts to Steve and them who who appear to have been walking for a while. Yeah, they're still looking for the road or some bullshit. I don't know what they're doing. They've at least been walking as long as that other scene has needed to happen. Taking a hike. And as they pass a lake, the same killer who was just on the docks trying to stab him with a machete has found the time to hide under this pond, hold his breath, wait for the water to get still, for them to pass by to then pop out and shoot him with a fucking harpoon. What the fuck is that? Here's what you don't know. Olympic swimmer. What he did was, he was on the dock, got into the water, swam over to where they were walking because they took the long way around. not connected to any other body of water. They were taking the the long way around the pond. (laughs) He he just stayed above water until he heard them coming, and then he dipped down real quick. It was an establishing shot of the pond, and no one was in it. It's it's just bad editing. (laughs) And it's terrible editing. Do do we even know if that kid dies? Who kid? The kid with the machete. Like, he's Yeah, dude, he he gets electrocuted. Yeah, remember the taser? Taser kill? No, 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 no. Does the kid he's aiming the machete at? Oh die? no, no! He just kills the rattlesnake, and then they just enjoy the rest of their night underneath that dock. You know that that tells you how bad this movie is with the so kills. So the killer too. didn't know he was down there. No, he was just trying to kill a rattlesnake. No, he was just he was thinking they were down there, and he didn't stab anyone, so he assumed he was just like not here. I don't feel any bodies. I'm not even going to check underneath this. No, because he heard that. No, we're he, clear. he thought the click was the rattlesnake because he heard the rattlesnake's tail go. So he's like, oh, it's just you, my little friend. <laughs> and then fucking booked it out and r- raced him. He's So what? He's got a limp. Kyle? Hey. Yeah, he's got a limp. He sure shit is not fucking beating him yeah. in a foot race. <laughs> fucking Kaiser Soze walking through the goddamn <laughs> thing. For a second there, I thought he was the usual suspect. I thought it was him. 
Did anybody else think it was odd that he had to like rub his machete on everything? Like he had it's to like sexual. He had to like wipe it. He had to wipe it on the snake, and no, then he had to good. he had to dig it in the doll. You didn't see like, him wiping the the like surgical utensils on the woman after he stabs her with it. I think it's just part of his. Yeah, character. it's a good. It's mm. a good I character did, choice. It's yeah, a character whatever. choice. It was stupid to me. <laughs> Dude, he went all out on this character. He threw a limp in there. Yeah, he threw the he blade would, he wiping. Would, he, went like, method, he went method yeah. as fuck. He went he method. Has, he had to spend like three months getting out of oh, character. The lack of <laughs> the lack <laughs> the, the, the the lack of the of any kind of like special effects makeup on on him personally <sighs> really just took me out of like any kind of menacing yes. like you know. Persona. All you had, all you had to was, do was just like. Well, that Christ's sake, add some dirt to his face. <laughs> add a fucking scar. That, Who cares? That is f- he's five foot three. <laughs> and they have fucking Uzis. Yeah, yeah, that was the funniest part. When you see the two killer shadows like silhouetted in the woods, and one of them is just so short. Yeah. So you couldn't put him on an apple crate? Like get him up there so they both look menacing? But I, I think the the thing that was supposed to be like the reveal of that is like, no, there's two of them. Ooh. And then with the end, it was no. There's three of them. Oh yeah, that was the big. The sequel, it was like no. There's five. Can I be honest? For the longest time, I had no idea how many of them there were. Like I, I didn't click to me that I thought three the whole time, and then in the last forty five minutes, I was like, oh, I was wrong. It was just two. And then the last minute and a half, I'm like, fuck. Look at that big reveal. One more left. So who would you say your favorite character is? I guess Steve, because he's the only one that you really follow in the Kyle, film. Kyle says Steve. What about you, Chris? Uh, he's still kind of a douchebag, so it's a hard choice. <laughs> you know, most entertaining on screen for me was the guy who was in the fucking Hitler costume at the beginning. Casey? Yeah, Casey. Like, but he's not even in the movie, so it's like that goes to show you how much I like the characters yeah, in this in movie. It, he's in it for two minutes. Yep. What about you, Mike? It. I mean, it's Steve. He's like the swan... Of the group, you know, like in yeah. the Warriors, like he's the one guy that like, like here's a ragtag bunch of idiots, and there's like there's one dude with his head screwed on correctly, mm-hmm. who like I mean has the least amount of fun, but like not enough to like actually like bring everybody <laughs> in any cohesive way together. Like that's the weird thing about it. Okay, so here's let me just talk about like all the plot holes of this bullshit. Okay, first off, like you have this whole conversation where he explains like the history of the Zero Boys, like oh man. Like we lost. We were nobodies, and they. Used to, our, our first name was what was their first name? I don't. Remember. I don't even remember. Some fucking like harbage, with harbor the, with the fire or bringers some or some shit like that. And then he was just like <laughs> death the, dealers. Everybody kept calling us like <laughs> we always came in last. So then we just stuck with that name, the Zero Boys. And then we took a whole after a whole year of fucking losing. Like they never got better in this whole year of doing this. They decided to get like a like serious training, yeah. right? Like combat training. And then they became the baddest ass paintball shooters ever. And yet, for some reason, this does not translate in any way with a just a knife welding maniac. Yeah, <laughs> they are loaded, just like, and it's ridiculous that he can't get his teammates to like be on their like. Where did their training go? Yeah, what what training was this? Yeah, I think it was just them going out to the woods. And shooting at stuff. Yeah, yeah. After we were shooting barrels, That's like you gotta realize <laughs> it was real. It was real for Steve, but the other guys, they were just playing soldier. Real for Steve. Yeah, but how yeah. were they winning these goddamn combat games? Steve, Steve, Steve's a soldier yeah. of fortune. Listen, this, I went paintball. <laughs> let, let me tell you about the toy. I went paintball shooting one time in my life. Okay, me too. The reason I stopped going was because these people took it so 
fucking seriously. Oh, yeah, I mean, there were 12-year-olds, guys who were ex-Marines and shit, like, running around behind goddamn, like, these foam cones. And I'm just getting popped, like, no ma- if I point my poke my head out, it's just like, boom. I can see these, like, the slow motion of a paintball just hitting me in the head. Uh. Like, I'm not joking. These guys slaughtered me and my friend who went because we thought it'd be a fun time. <laughs> and, hey, we played, you know... Call of Duty or whatever, so obviously we're we're, we're that translates. We can do it. Does not translate, right? <laughs> so these kids like had to have some ability. Like, I just don't understand where it all goes. Yeah, like as soon mm-hmm. as it. Well, that's the, that's the whole thing. I mean, that's the weird thing about this movie is like it has two. It's like two distinct films. In the first half of this, or first fucking ten minutes of the film, it's like an action movie. But then as soon as it tra- as soon as the film continues, it becomes this really B. Um, bad like slasher film, which then in- incorporates every single terrible cliche of like bad slasher films in it, and including like all these years of training were just panicking teens getting attacked. Like it's so weird. It's just so it's so weird. It it all they I mean if they had just given like the villains like some kind of like. I don't know how to put it. Like motive? No, no, not motive. <laughs> like some, adva- like, some there's advantage. Another, there's another thing, right? There. Some advantage, <laughs> like some sort of like 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 type of advantage where like even they, the Zero Boys, have to admit like we don't we don't understand the lay of the land. Like any explanation. What that is like? So like I said, the only thing I knew about this movie is I read the back of the box. Right. And after reading the back of the box, I thought in my head what I'm going to see is a bunch of bunch of like. You know, kids like teens or college age kids who think they're badass as fuck at paintball, all of a sudden go up <laughs> against this group of fucking like, like real killers, real fucking hillbilly, like real survivalists out there, and all their like their bullshit paintball training and shit would go right out the window and be like, "We're fucked. We need to like sack up and be ten times better than we've ever been to right. survive this." Never happened. No. The the killers are less coordinated than even the kids are. Oh yeah, and by that and by that measure, horrible. Like because those kids <laughs> don't know what the hell they're doing. Yeah, they're sh- like they're wasting ammo on nothing. Yeah, just blowing a wall. Just up, like hey, like... let's just shoot this wall, random. Like just just waste all of our ammo. Like it took Trish, Mike. <laughs> they're <laughs> like <laughs> Trish. It's just like a shoot. random scene. Like ah, let's shoot the dentist chair. You know, it's like. <laughs> I don't understand what the point of that was, which really pissed off the hillbilly enough to not kill anyone. That fucking phone call. That fucking phone call. That was, that was the hey, line, it's right? not working. No, it is. It was just working. She picks it up. It works. It's working again. He comes over. It's not working. What are you talking about? Oh and then he sh- and then he gets like basically the jerky boys call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You took my best equipment, so now I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take your life, and then immediately giving her back unharmed yeah. in Just any way. Just in a body bag. <laughs> yeah. She could have suffocated, but she didn't. Yeah, it was. <laughs> there, there's some st- just weird stuff, but I would say my favorite character was probably Jamie. I enjoy her though. She's probably the most well acted in this film. She's definitely the one that. Okay, I I I can agree with you on that one because she's definitely the only one that has like the the only one that really has like a character. She change? has some like ish. She's like kind of a firebrand. She's um, the only one I think you can really relate to because she's there against her will. She has some sort of backstory to be there, but she still like wants to like but lift she's everybody still, up. Like, she's like going to like you know still get in it. And you like, know I think I think Cody makes a point. She's the only one with a character arc. Yeah, 
You're right, because she kind of like the whole thing is like, why are you with this Jewish Nazi? By the way, which is fucking weird. We haven't mentioned oh, yeah, that. That, we, <laughs> that, there, that uh, the one guy dressed as a Nazi is is the only Jewish character. <laughs> like, I don't know if that was ironic or fucking something. I don't know who. Anyways, why are you with this asshole that would bet you off? And then you know, she's like, I don't know. And then all of a sudden, she kind of has some kind of purpose, I suppose, by the end of all of this. Yeah, by finding love in Steve. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, pretty much. I and, think it's just like in and in, because handling her maybe shit. it's less of an arc and more of just like a half crescent. I don't know if we could <laughs> yeah, say, I would say a half crescent. but it's definitely some movement, which is yeah. different than most of the other I, characters. In I this think film. she's the warmest character in the film, in the in, a, in the oh, sense yeah. that like everybody else just feels pretty like oh, you get what you see, like and then <laughs> and then she's kind of like yeah, she brings out the like, Sue, you're gonna be all right. Speech is like one of my favorite. She brings out all the interesting stories, all like the interesting like. Like like qualities of any character, you know. Like, but at the same time, like like I said, there was just some moments where I was like, ah, I could use a break from from her character. I don't know why. I liked her more in Night of the Comet. I think. What do you guys? How do you guys feel about the the this genre of action? I slasher action horror action, hor- action horror like action horror. I guess is what it's this is a weird entry. I feel like into because would you consider like like a more recent movie? I would consider like an action horror movie would be like Resident Evil. Yeah, that's like an yeah, action horror. Yeah, that's more right. Which I feel like has this, a different feel than this. This doesn't work. Let me tell you, this genre doesn't work. The, the action slasher, yeah, at least as, as this was put, doesn't work because you can't, like... You can't overpower the, the, the villains, but no, they definitely the, have the more power. No, the whole point of a slasher is that it's a survival horror. Like, and, like, even if you talk about... If we were going to bring this to video games or something like that, like... Survival horrors only work when you don't have a lot of resources and you're totally, like, fucking overpowered by things. Right. Like, you can't be... You can't always have the advantage. Yeah, yeah. you put God mode on. That game is yeah. boring as fuck. <laughs> done. Like, I'm just walking through it. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's no way that you can do it. And, and and I feel like this doesn't work at... I mean, I understand it's a hybrid type of movie. Like, I imagine that the filmmaker probably said to himself, you know what? Like, what if we took Rambo and mixed it with Friday the 13th? Like how badass would that be? Like Rambo is has Rambo versus Jason. You know, with a budget, it just might be. You know what? Rambo versus Jason actually now sounds like a cool fucking film. I, I would like go cool see film. that. I would go see. Right, that movie. it would be badass. Yeah. But <laughs> Rambo versus this was definitely not it. <laughs> no one. It doesn't work. Can we talk about Ra- Rambo versus Jason first? No, I'm just yeah, let's talk about Rambo let's, versus let's Jason. Let's jump into yeah. that. Now. Yeah, yeah, that, that would be Freddy versus Jason anytime. <laughs> yeah, why didn't they do that film? Yeah, why didn't they do that one? Yeah. All right, well, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk more about the Zero Boys. Look, this whole thing wasn't my idea. I just went along with it because I knew to piss off Casey. Okay. What do you mean, okay? I know Casey. He could be a real shit sometimes. I believe you. That's all. (laughs) That was easier than I thought. It's because you don't know me. So fill me in. All right. I'm 19. I was born in Minnesota, and I'm in my sophomore year at the university. I'm a straight-A psych major with a minor in speech pathology and one in English. I'm 5'6", love tennis, and I fuck on the first date. What the hell was that? sounded like a scream. And we're back. We're talking about the Zero Boys. Came out in 1986. Uh, we can get into some of the technical aspects of it if you guys would like. Um, the, that theme song has stuck with me. Can't get that out of my head. 
like fucking fucking Hans Zimmer's like second feature film. It's so weird. Yeah. Like a legendary composer, like this is his This is I did not know that. Hans Zimmer yeah. did this and you know, if you know anything, he, Inception, all the Batman movies, yeah. like he I mean the, the guy's he did a this legend. With now. His original like composing partner passed away, but yeah, this was like their second to first feature film. It's, I it's thought pretty the, incredible. I thought it was pretty good music, actually. I was like, oh, this wow. is pretty good. Yeah, I, I did too. I actually thought that was the shining part of this film, especially the opening title sequence. Yeah. Like with all those big letters, it oh, just yeah, takes they, forever. It just reminds you of the name of this movie over and yeah. over and over again. <laughs> the cinematography wasn't like terrible. No, it was good. Yeah. yeah. Like solid. Solid lighting, I thought, for the most part. There were some cool angles. I mean, there was a random crane shot in there. That was yeah. That so, was that I thought yeah, was, was funny because most of this movie felt like felt like it, it, it was kind of handheld, and I think it was like to really to try to like drive that killer vision kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. But the crane shot just felt out of place because it started like handheld, like <laughs> like the killer's watching them, and then all of a sudden it just floats up into the trees. We're like, oh, the killers can fly now. Is that- <laughs> That what's I didn't notice here? that, but I did remember like, thinking this is not bad. This is the cinematography is not, you know, it's not perfect ev- in every shot, but for the most part, it's it's not static. Was it was it just my connection with Amazon, or was the ADR off, or was it just my connection? No, it was off a little bit. A li- yeah, because yeah. no, I don't. It was pretty bad some at some points. Oh really? I didn't yeah. notice it. I didn't notice it either. I oh, did. I, I did. did. So sure. maybe it was. Well, we both watched it on Amazon. Did you guys watch it on Amazon? Yeah. yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's weird. That's possible. Yeah, it could be possible. our shitty ass internet connections. Could be. Yeah, yeah we, pay, could... we 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 pay for the best here. Oh, you do. Good <laughs> <laughs> top notch. Cox top of the line. I don't think they really did have a much of a budget for special effects because, like, like we were saying earlier, they don't really make. They don't show you a lot. No, and even I mean, like there's virtually no deaths, and and the one that is a death is just the not guy, even. The guy falling in the spikes is easily it, done. Is yeah was the spike easily done. that was through his chest was moving as he was and yeah. then <laughs> and then uh, you know the sh- the shock and then the, the 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 definitely you can see the squib pack on the guy as he's coming out of the water and they shoot him yeah, yeah. you know like mm. yeah they, they definitely didn't have the they cut away effects. on a lot of a lot of kills too like. Especially when what's his name gets hit by hit by the arrow, which right. is weird. You just hear the sound, and then it just cuts to a shot of him with an arrow sticking. Out. That's how it works because it's, it's rated R, and I feel like if I was to rate this movie nowadays, PG thirteen, hands down. Oh, hands I down. know why it was rated R is because of all those braless women running yeah, around. Like, right, but you never like it. You just teased the idea that you're going to see tits, but you never do. do it's true. Never it's see true. Any, uh, you never see any nudity in this film. Yeah. They definitely tried to push that envelope. They Don't did. get me wrong. Wait, is it? But is the uh, is the corpse nude? No, right? Even the no. corpse in the box. Is no, not nude? there's like a little nip slip going on. That's about it. Maybe that's what got it. I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe like that's what I got said, it. All, all about this film. Like there's not a lot of violence and there's not a lot of nudity. So I don't know it's where all, like implied. It's probably. I bet yeah. you anything. It was just the simple fact that oh, you have a movie that's about the guys who are torturing people. You know what? And that could have been the thing that had been. I know what R-rated. it is. I think I know where it is. It's it's probably the sex scene up in the bedroom because despite there not being any um, nudity, nudity, it definitely has a very. They're moaning pretty hard. Yeah, there. It's yeah. it does They're feel like moaning pretty hard. No, no, hard. you do get the impression that like, it's real sex. It's not like soap opera sex. Like right. you know, you, there's 
some movement, some very realistic sexual uh, movement. They drop the f bomb quite a bit in this movie too, almost like unnaturally. <laughs> like it, like it's just like they try to put it in where they can. Like, well, where the fuck are these guys going? Yeah. It's like it doesn't even make sense. Like he doesn't have to act like that. <laughs> Why is he being like that? Why is he so upset? Why is he, he got so much aggression right now? Yeah. yeah, you only had a knife. Get the fucking guns and get in the fucking car. And it's like that sounds so, so unnatural. Yeah. All right, so let's say we rate this man with Jammer Kyle. What do you want to rate it? Uh, I want to rate it in honor of the third best Estevez. We're going to rate it the best of Ez. The best of Ez. Let's start with Mike. Mike, how many best of Ez are you going to give this movie? The zero boys. Ah, uh, yeah. So this this film, uh, you know, yeah, it, it's got a lot of problems, but so many, so many obvious problems. It kind of makes it fucking fun. <laughs> like I had a really good time watching this film. It's one of those films that, like, you have a good time hate watching it a little bit, like a little bit, like, how did this guy get? What do you mean he can't kill this guy? What do you? What do you mean? What do you mean they're having a? What? What's going? There's why so is he shooting mo- a dentist chair for? There's so many like, moments where yeah. it's, where a girl does one thing, you're like, what are you doing? Yeah, there's so many of those bad, like, just bad cuts, bad shots, like bad, like, character motivations. It becomes like a so bad it's good film. Yeah, and because of that, I I, I think I got to give it like. Like a three and three and a half best of S's. Three and a half best I of S's. I just had a really good time watching it, and it just it's so stupid. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Chris? Uh I'm gonna give it two best of S's. Um you know, I see the charm in it. I do. I like that I like that it's kind of terrible. Um but at the same time, I'm having a hard time remembering any like I watched this like one and a half times and like I'm having a real hard time recalling like the film in, in like a positive light. Like I'm kind of just like, yeah, it was fun to watch once or, you know, one and a half times. But <laughs> like after that, like I don't think I need to see it ever again. You know, it's it's it was cool, but I didn't really connect with any of the characters. The lighting I thought was really good and the camera was decent, but um, you know, all the actors like they they were corny, but not not in enough of a good way for me to like latch on. So, um, yeah, it's just pretty average, a little below average. I'm going to give it a two. Two best of Ezes. Two best of Ezes for us. I will go a little bit above Mike. I'll give it four best of Ezes. Mm-hmm. I had fun with this movie, too, man. For some reason, yeah, it's it's stupid, but you just have fun with it. And it might be like. It's fun to yell at it. Like, why? Why are you doing that? Like, what? Why? Where? Why aren't you using your training? Like, why are you guys falling apart? Like, what is happening here? <laughs> they have a knife. You have Uzis. Like, and just like it, you, you kind of like. But at the same time, you're like, well, at least the director was trying to do something somewhat ambitious and like different, but not at the same time. Like, it's very weird. Uh, I don't know. Like, I got out of it what I was expecting. Uh, maybe not. Maybe not to like, like definitely not a definitely not like to the five level, but I can see where like there's lines in there too that are just like they're gold. It's you know it's just I've only seen this movie once. I haven't seen it a, a half a time. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I gotta give it from what you know just from what I saw. I would give it, I would give it four best of eses. Kyle, um, I'm gonna agree with Cody. I'm gonna give it four best of eses as well. Like. You know, I feel like this whole podcast we have just ripped apart and and, and just tore tore this movie to shreds. But I mean, to Mike's point, I had such a fun time watching this movie because you because it actually like it was one of those movies that got me to scream at the fucking screen, like "What are you doing?" 
and just frustrating the fuck out of me, which was kind of like, which made the film, I think, more enjoyable in the long run. Um, I Yeah, I, to your point, Cody, I, I think he did try something ambitious, but he just didn't execute it as well as maybe he could have or he could have afforded to do. Um, and the movie does have like a weird tone with the two, almost like it's almost like two films. You have the action B movie at the beginning and then the slasher B movie at the end. Um, but overall, it was a fun watch. And I mean, I'll probably end up buying this because fuck it. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I hear it's on Arrow. I hear it's on <laughs> Arrow. That's, that's the plug. word on the street, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Free plug for Arrow. <laughs> you listening? Are you listening? <laughs> you hear that, Arrow? Send us a copy of four. Four copies. <laughs> you could three. You could keep three. it to three. Three. Yeah, that's three. Chris gave oh. it Chris yeah. gave it a two. You know what? He doesn't need Fuck a copy. You, Chris. He can he can come over and watch it at one of our houses. Just didn't seal the deal. That's all. Alright, guys, that's our show for this week. Make sure you follow us on social media at ColtFilm underscore review on Instagram and Twitter. You can also follow us on Facebook. Make sure you go to our website, ColtFilmInReview.com. You can also leave us a review on iTunes. It would help us out a bunches. So please and go. Please and go. Please go do that for us. Please and go. It's like a new gas station. <laughs> the, please and go. The please and go. I felt so, pleased. We, and I went. I left. <laughs> Just went. We do this show for free every week, and we it would help us out, like I said, bunches. So uh, you can follow... Are you, are you picking somebody at random? No, I'm just so sick of Chris right now. <laughs> you can follow Chris at... That's odd. <laughs> that's, the, oh, that's the first time we've done that. Cult film underscore Chris on Instagram. <laughs> you can follow Kyle at... You can follow me on Instagram at cultfilm underscore Kyle. And you can follow Mike at... At Mike Salustio on Twitter. And you can follow me at VHS Collect on Instagram. All right, guys, that's our show for this week. Just remember, if you're going to join a cult, make sure they watch good movies. See you next time. <laughs>